BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. And there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics. So get on board. Listen, learn, live. Hey, hey, welcome to the Cocoa Express Show for Saturday, the 30th of May, 2015. I want to start off by saying I had an amazing morning with a wonderful group of women. And I have to say it was an event that I attended called Earn the Bling. And Chica is an amazing woman. This was her event that she put on out in Delaware. Um, My daughter came down from, I mean, she she came down from New York. And we participated in... An event just to get you out there, get you moving, get going, and get yourself together and stuff. So I want to give a shout-out to her and all the women and gentlemen who participated in this event. We had fun. I burned a little sweat, and I'm ready to do this show. Now, many of you know that I am a native New Yorker. In fact, I'm from Brooklyn. And today is you, the best invention ever. Unfortunately, Valencia Lyles is not going to be able to join us, so... We are going to be doing the show, me and you are going to be doing the show with this amazing band out of Brooklyn, and they're called the Seal Breakers. Now, the Seal Breakers, I have to say, have been around for a while, and I really like the vibe. I like the music. I like what it what it's all about. I like the different types of genres it covers. So I want to take the opportunity to bring to you the Seal Breakers, and I want to tell you all that Valencia will be back next month. She's doing a seminar, so she's not able to join us. So let's get this party started. Hello? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. So Brooklyn's in the house, huh? Yeah, yeah. Glad to be in the house. That's right, that's right. Okay, as I was saying earlier, I am a native New Yorker. I was born, educated, and raised in Brooklyn, okay? Wow. Wow. So, I feel you, and tell us a little bit about the Seal Breakers. I know you guys were formed in 2001. How did all of this come about? Yeah, well, um, first of all, I want to say uh, good afternoon to all your listeners, and um, the 
the, the group was actually started in 2001. I, I wanted to um, pull together uh, pull together um, my love for uh, music and uh, working with uh, new artists. And so in 2001, I started uh, seeing the the uh, the development or lack thereof of of youth culture uh, in my native Brooklyn. They had take all the music out of the schools and stuff like that. And I noticed that, uh, you know, the, the kids were coming up, they were being influenced by hip-hop and R&B, but a lot of times they weren't getting the full scope. Um, the hip-hop, the way I had came into it, it was much more uh, diverse, musically diverse, sonically diverse. And I thought that, um, you know, it would be good to sort of allow a group of, of young people, younger cats that wanted to, that had interest in music, the opportunity mm-hmm. to learn music, but to learn it from the bottom up, which is my idea was to start them playing um, musical instruments, live musical instruments, uh, so that they could understand the full scope of, of the music. And so we started out, I started teaching them uh, brass horns and uh, piano and drums and stuff like that, eventually exposing them to some more uh, electronic elements of modern-day musical recording and stuff like that. Out of that band, um, I'm very proud to say we were able to produce some very uh, talented musicians who have gone on. uh, They they were able to use uh, what they learned um, coming through me to go on to uh, college and play in marching bands and jazz programs around the country. Um, some of them hung back and wanted to get more into the recording side of music and had actually already started doing some things that I wasn't aware of. Um, but when they finally came to me and was like, hey, this is some of the stuff that we've been working on in our own little, you know, our computers and just trying to come up with beats and stuff like that, I was very impressed with what I heard. Mm-hmm. So that kind of inspired me to say, hey, man, let's let's make a record. Uh, let's make a song. We, we were just going to do the one song. It's like, let's make a song about uh, Brooklyn. Um, the Barclay Center was, was had just being completed, and it was like this new research energy sort of Brooklyn renaissance that was going on that was, you know, just like a lot of excitement and energy. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, let's make a song about what we, you know, what we what we see going on around us. And we wanted to just make an homage to Brooklyn. We mm-hmm. did it. And that song just, like, took off among, like, DJs. And, you know, they started playing it in the Barclay Center, actually. And um, WBLS here in New York was one of the first stations to start playing it. And um, so it, it was like, well, once we've done this song, people are like, what's up? What's up with the next record? And we didn't have another record. He's like, we've got to go back in the studio now and record an EP or album. Mm-hmm. So we started working on that, and, and it's been that ever since. We, we've been working hard on this new EP. It's about to come out. The first single is out, Is It Possible? And we just dropped a video for that last week. It's doing exceptionally well, and we're excited about it. That is so amazing. You know, and what's so interesting, what you stated was, you know, they cut out so many different things in the school programs. I came up in, you know, the school. I went to, um, you may not know the names of some of the schools, but I went to 51 and and 
first I started off at PS133, and there I got my music introduction. My dad was a jazz musician, and he wanted us to wow. learn. But I got my music introduction there. I learned how to actually put my hands on an instrument and play through um, Abraham Hampton, and he was Lionel Hampton's nephew. Wow. And, yes, for me, that was an amazing blessing. And, I mean, when you say you got to learn, he really taught you. And from there, I played while I was in junior high school, and they still had bands in junior high school, and that got me into Erasmus. Now, you know what happened in Erasmus. Wow. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) So, you know, and as time went on, I kept looking back, and I used to love, you know, after I've graduated and gone on and went on to college and so on, I used to love being around and noticing the day when the kids are coming home with those little little um, instruments in their hands, and then I noticed mm-hmm. it stopped. It all stopped. And then when that stopped, a lot of other things, a lot of negative things started happening, and the fact that they took all of that out, and that took yeah. away the creativity that you know, that all children, all youth need to be able to be productive in classroom settings. And no one seems to get that and understand it. And the fact that you saw this and you said, well, you know what, let me be a catalyst and a vehicle to do this, I just think that is just so amazing. And I thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, the group, it is comprised of who and what do they do? Um, well, it's 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 two rappers and uh, a singer, female singer. Um, the two rappers are uh, the young prodigy, 18 years old, Taji Fontaine, and then uh, his brother, uh, Shea Butter, and then the female vocalist that you hear on Brooklyn is mm-hmm. uh, Paula Shanice. Okay. And then you have the, the backing band that's um, full of uh, trombonists and trumpeters and saxophonists and keyboards and drums and just, like, the whole bit. Like, the, the Seal Breakers are an actual live band, mm-hmm. you know? And and so, um, yeah, we, we, you know, our thing is to, to pull all these things together, include all these elements, and bring together the best of uh, what hip-hop music is now in all of its different forms and still try to infuse uh, some of what uh, classic jazz and R&B and those type of inflections bring those things together to, to, to attempt to, to do something new musically. Yes, and when you said that, you you know, you're pulling in all different forms. So you have a little bit of gospel. You got a little bit, yeah. of, um, you know, you got a little bit of hip-hop. You got a little bit of R&B. Yeah. You got a little bit of jazz. And the beauty of it is your music is a live band. So it is real music, not the synthesized stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we actually, you know, we, we use... We use some of that just for, you know, sonically, but mm-hmm. we always bring whatever, you know, whatever uh, electronic things are there, stuff like that. We marry those with acoustic instrumentation, and uh, it actually, you know, it's it's an opportunity to uh, expose, expose, you know, people who may not, you know, get that into a musical form that they can listen to and understand and embrace, you know, mm-hmm. so... And I think yeah. it, it it gives you across, you know, it 
crosses many different, I guess you could say, age barriers as well because, you know, you got some staunch jazz people who can't stand hip-hop. But yes, when they hear something like that, they're like, wait a minute, I have to stand corrected. This yes, is cool. and we get that a lot. We get that a lot. I, I had... I was talking to someone yesterday who's like a, you know, hardcore, like jazz head, classic R&B jazz head, you know, mm-hmm. and he's listening to Is It Possible and watching the video, and he's like, you know, I don't really like rap music, but I like this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, I like what's going on with musically, you know, I like the singing. It has like an, you know, it has all of these different elements in it, and y'all bring it together really well. So that that really that really made me feel good yesterday to hear that because that's what that's what our intention was. Yes, and you know, and it's feel good music. I mean, you're not saying anything that's gonna make anybody sit there and go, "Yeah, yeah, I'm going outside and I'm gonna do something." <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's enough of that already. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's indeed. enough of that already. Yeah, so you know, and it's. And, you know, I like the vibe of it. It's upbeat. It's up-tempoed. And, I mean, you could just groove to it. You don't have to get all crazy with it. It's just good grooving music. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we that's what we wanted to do. You know, um, I think sonically, um, horns and some of the other instrumentation that we use to sort of bring that kind of feel-good, you know, that that feel good inspiration and power to it, it just lifts you know it lifts the spirit, mm-hmm. and um, that's that's what we want to do to make music again. Um, when we were first making the album, I said to uh, I said to the guys and to Paula, let's let's make you know I, I got tired of having conversations about music and and good music and having to only refer to music that was done 30 years ago, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we talk about classic music, when you talk about whether it's Frankie Beverly and Mays or whether you're talking about, um, you know, the Ohio Players or Earth, Wind & Fire or something as new as as the, as the Roots, you know, you, you kind of mm-hmm. got to go back to talk about what you, uh, you know, what you enjoy back then. I'm like, let's let's make some new classic music. Let's make some music now that when you hear the introduction that it comes on, you just go crazy because, you know, like, yo, this is my record. When you hear Frankie Beverly, I don't care how old you are at the family barbecue, as soon as that bam, 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 <laughs> yes. bam comes on, everybody is hitting the dance floor at the family reunion. Yeah, yep. you understand what I'm saying? And I do, I do. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny you use that example because uh, Sunday evening I was at an event and they had a live band there and it was in a little room. So, it, you know, the sound was just too powerful for a little room. However, okay. they started to do the Frankie Beverly Amaze before I let go. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. had you had people, you know, if somebody had a walker, they was in there doing it. And it doesn't matter. They just get up and do it. And, you know, the fact that you would say, you know, you want music for today. I think a lot of times when we talk about good music, they're like, well, you know, last time we had some real good dance music, that was with Teddy Riley. You know, and I'm like, and I'm saying to myself, you know, that's unfortunate. Yeah. That it kind of like just kind of stopped there. And then and then you're like, and now what? 
So we need the, and now what? And I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing because now you're giving us a whole new collection that we have to go, you know, file through. Hmm, let me see what they're making now. And that makes it even better for us because now our taste buds are being challenged again musically. That's great. That's great, yes. Yes. Now, you've gotten a lot of um, airtime and airplay. What has been the most memorable thing that's happened to your group? Oh, man. I think, um, you know, there's there's nothing like hearing your hearing your, your voice on the radio or hearing your music on the radio. So it's it's been like, um, it's just been a trip, like, to, you know, to be out somewhere and, you know, I think, like, the first time I heard the song on the, on the radio, like, I wasn't even, like, home or something like that. I think I was, like, in the street and somebody was playing it, like, out of their car. And I was listening to it, and it was just like it was really a trip. I was like, "Wow, this this is us, you know? This is on the radio." And it was the DJ was like, "That's the new song, Brooklyn from the Seal Records. I love this song. I'm from Brooklyn, and so you know." So I was like, "Man, this is like really cool, you know?" So mm-hmm. that, it's it's just been like. Radio is still like sort of the brass ring of the of the uh, the music industry. You know, it's it's difficult mm-hmm. to get a song played on radio, and uh, to be an independent artist, it, it makes it even a, a bit more difficult. You mm-hmm. know, and so it's almost next to impossible. And mm-hmm. for and I appreciate Skip Dillard and the crew over at uh, BLS because they heard the song and and immediately thought, man, this is something that we need to break. This is something that we need to expose uh, to New York City and to our listeners, and they they took a chance, and they did it, and and the response has been overwhelming. Thank God. That is is a beautiful thing. And, you know, when you talk about being an independent artist, you know, what are some of the challenges that you did encounter? Um, Just, you know, um, the challenge of the industry is to find something that's commercially commercially marketable and still uh have your own voice. And so that that's the rub. Um mm-hmm. to to make something that the industry will say, hey, yeah, we can we can we can rock with this and still not compromise um yourself or do something that you really don't believe in. Mm-hmm. And so that's just that you know, that's one of the things. The other thing is that, you know, um the financial piece of it, you know, you are investing uh, in in the early, you know, in the early stages, a lot of a lot of your own money. So it, it really takes uh, it really takes a modicum of faith in order mm-hmm. to, you know, you have to believe in yourself, believe in your art, uh, believe that you actually have something new, fresh to say, and that people will embrace it, and and then step out step out on it, and 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 really go to doing it, and. Um, you know that that's the real that's the real challenge to be mm-hmm. yourself in an industry where they're only trying to make the next whatever the next whatever was the hot record you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah so that's that's the challenge at the, at this point but um thank god we've been able to uh do that uh with some success and people are actually embracing us for who we are 
and not telling us that we need to be like somebody else to be accepted. So that's been mm-hmm. a real blessing. That's good. And I think, you know, this is just my opinion, and I I honestly believe that we spend or we're spending too much time looking for the next instead of just embracing all the the talent that's out there. I mean, you you overlook the really cool stuff because you're looking for the next, and then you get the next same thing that happened before, and that's not unique. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Now, okay, so... We talked about the talent, the challenges. We talked about the the most exciting thing. Now let's talk about the future. Tell us what's going to happen with you guys. What are you doing next? Where are you going to be? How can we find you? And everything. Yeah, we're we're um, feverishly working on <laughs> the completion of our of our first uh, EP, and um, we're finishing finishing that up right now. As a matter of fact, uh, we have to make session today. Um, with a mixer that that has uh, that we we really admire a lot for his uh, his expertise in, in the music industry and all of the great work he's done. His name is uh, Jimmy Douglas, and mm-hmm. Jimmy Douglas um, his his pedigree in terms of music and, and mixing and engineering is just like so profound because he's worked from every with everyone from. Aretha Franklin and Donny Hathaway and um, Donny Hathaway and Roberta Flack to Slave, all the way up to Justin Timberlake and Missy Elliott and, you know, I mean, just everybody. And I, we couldn't pay him, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. his rate for what he does um, because he works with some of the biggest artists in the music industry, you know, to this day. And when he, uh, he said, man, do me, let me hear what you got doing. Let me hear it. Um, after I got in touch with him, he said, let me hear the music. I sent it to him and he hit me back and was like, come on, let's, let's do it. I'm, I'm excited about what you guys are doing. I, I think that the music industry needs this. I'm, I'm going to work with you guys and, and help you out. So, you know, that, you know, that alone was just like tremendous because you have somebody at the helm, you know what I mean, giving mm-hmm. you sonically the best of what's happening right now and still able to um, bring out those elements that, you know, of, of classic soul and stuff like that. So um, we're finishing that up right now, and um, we're anxious to, to, to let the public hear it. Our new single is out right now, Is It Possible?, Mm-hmm. On iTunes and Amazon, we just dropped the video. You can go check it out on YouTube. Uh, the the response has been really great, um, and so please go check it out. Uh, you know, take a look at it and uh, leave comments and let us know what you think about it. Okay, and definitely because and my listeners, they do they do listen. <laughs> They do listen, and cool. they do enjoy a lot of the you know a lot of the interesting people that I bring on, and it's, and it's amazing that you would be on this particular segment. I'm normally not the host, but it's called you the best invention ever, and I think the seal breakers is one of the best inventions ever. Oh man, I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so welcome. much. We no we try. Oh, but you, <laughs> you're doing more than trying. You're doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how can people kind of like keep up with you? Um, YouTube, um, Twitter, yeah, YouTube, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, 
Twitter, uh, w, our website, www.thesealbreakers.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can go on and, uh, you know, keep up with us and what we're doing, the new music that we're releasing and, you know, where we're going to be making appearances and things like that. You know, okay. keep, keep up with us. We, we love to hear from you guys. Okay, great, great. I mean, I really, really enjoyed this um, this interview. Well, because I guess I'm biased. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> and uh, you've, you've heard me say a million times already. And I really Yeah, yeah. And I really, really um think that it's it's really important that, you know, we kinda embrace all of the things that are going on and happening because this is one of the most positive bright notes that we have going on. And there are a lot more. However, there are so many negative things that we keep hearing about on a regular basis. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We need all of the, you know, the inspirational stories that that we can get. Um, we need that. We need that kind of music again. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, it's cool. Uh, you know, we don't. We enjoy. I enjoy all the music. You know, I, I like a lot of the, the new music that's out now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we listen to it and and you know we try to appropriate it and even in, in, in the things that we do. But um, I think that. We don't we don't get enough diversity in our music anymore, no. and so mm-hmm. you, you're creating a generation with uh, that doesn't have the same kind of musical palette as uh, the generations mm-hmm. before them, mm-hmm. and so that we just want to try to do what we can to just try to broaden the scope of of music and, and the understanding and the appreciation uh, mm-hmm. for different musical styles. Yes, yes, indeed, and you know that is it's. It, that is true, and it is in a nutshell exactly what you stated. Because I had the opportunity, like I said, I went out to an event, and I was just observing. I got to a point when I was observing how everyone was interacting to the music, and it got to one point where no one was dancing, but there was music on, and they're just reciting the words to a song. I said, you're out in a group with people who are supposed to be dancing, and you're all standing there reciting the words to a song. Right. And I said, that's weird to me because yeah. I come from an era where we would dance. We would dance till right. we were soaking wet. So, you know, and I'm like, this is all foreign to me. But we need to get back to having that movement and everything because we had the mu- movement because the music was, was, was popping. We had the, the lyrics and we were dancing. As we were singing the lyrics, we didn't have to stand still because the, the grooving was going on. And right. we need to get back to that because we've become a generation of people that have to to stop to do something. Yes. Yeah. You know, we're yeah, not using right. all of our we're not using all of our abilities. We're stopping so we can listen to the song instead of moving and listening and grooving and getting the whole feel of the whole entire song and everything. We're just getting a portion of it. Okay, now I can move on to do this. Okay, now I can. Do right. This. You know, but and and that is what I see, and that is what I hear in your music. You get to use your whole body to participate in your music. Wow, that's powerful. Thank you. Yeah, it's a total body experience. Okay. (laughs) 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 Okay. Well, I'm gonna say, you know, this was an amazing experience. I would love for you to come back and. 
the next time you come back, we'll play all your songs and we'll talk about those things as well. You know, where they, how they come about, who wrote them, and so on and so forth. And that way we can have a Definitely. really, really, really good dialogue. So, um, thank you so much. And I have to say, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Keep doing what you're doing because you're doing amazing work. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, you be well. And like I said, Keep on making it happen, and thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. To all my listeners, that was an amazing opportunity for you to hear what it feels like to just follow your passion and your dreams. And I keep saying this all often. I mean, you, you keep hearing it from me, and I'm just saying follow your dreams, follow your passions, because not only are you doing what's good for you, but you are also making other people feel good. And the object of the exercise of this life is doing something for someone other than yourself. So be good to yourself, and remember, follow your dreams, and most of all, God bless. Be well, everyone. So, and, oh, don't forget... We'll be back on Wednesday, and I believe it will be Relationship Remedies for Us with Dr. Linda and Hank. And you know they always got something going on. So join us at 8 p.m. Thank you. Goodbye. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live. I'm Will Coleman, founder and CEO of Alto, and I built Alto to put an end to rideshare horror stories. You're used to the total lack of consistency in rideshare. Maybe it's a smelly car or a driver that asks just one too many personal questions. Not anymore. With Alto, you know exactly what to expect every ride. Every Alto driver is a trained Alto employee, and every Alto vehicle is part of our private fleet of luxury SUVs. Say goodbye to rideshare horror stories. Download the Alto app today and use code FOUNDER for $10 off your first ride.